the Genesis narrative in the Torah starts out, and right after the first generation, we have some discord. We have the first time a brother kills another brother, and it's Cain and Abel. And then we move into Abraham, and his sons Isaac and Ishmael also have some sibling rivalry, Jacob and Esau, Joseph. We go through the whole Genesis narrative, and there's a lot of conflict between siblings. And so I thought about a family story that I wanted to share with all of you because I'm about to go and visit my brother in his monastery this weekend. And for those of you who don't know, my brother is a Theravadan Buddhist monk. A lot of people like to ask us, well, what was in the water where you were growing up? <laughs> and there were plenty of Jewish families in the North Shore of Chicago on Lake Michigan, and we all drank the same water, but I think we're the only family that has a queer rabbi and a Theravadan Buddhist monk in the same, in the same family. So, if I was going to give this story a name, I would call it, If You Give a Monk a Cookie. <laughs> and so it's 7 o'clock in the morning, and a monk and a rabbi and their Jewish mother are sitting at the kitchen table. And next to the kitchen table on the floor is a tremendous suitcase filled to overflowing with chocolate chip cookies. The monk has his head shaved, he's wearing his orange robes. The rabbi, of course, is in her terry cloth robe at seven in the morning, and their mother is wearing her yoga outfit. What else? Let, let me rewind for a second. 25 years ago, I was ordained as a reform rabbi, and 16 years ago, my brother was ordained as a Theravadan Buddhist monk. And as you can imagine, people had a lot of strong reactions to the fact that he became a Buddhist monk. And he first started practicing Buddhism in his 20s, whereas I knew I wanted to be a rabbi when I was very, very young. And remember I told you this was going to be a little bit about the conflict between brothers and sisters, but it's also about Shalom Bayit. It's about the power of food bringing people back together. One of the most difficult parts of having a Buddhist monk for a brother is the rules that are associated with being a Buddhist monk. Now, we have 613 meets vote, right? It pales in comparison to the 10,000 precepts that as a Buddhist monk uh, he follows. He cannot be alone with a woman. He cannot own any worldly possessions. He cannot handle money. He cannot drive a car. And the most difficult one, I have to say, for our Jewish mother and universally for all Jewish mothers, is that he can only eat one meal a day. And it has to be over by noon. And when you think about Jewish mothers and their connection to food, and food is love, you can understand why it causes some angst for my mother and for myself, because as the clock ticks closer to 11 o'clock, when we're with my brother, whose original name was Leben Michael ben Avram, <laughs> and it was changed to Ajahn Chunda. And he's, I mean, he's a serious monk. He is um, close to being the abbot of his monastery at Abayagiri, which is in Redwood Valley. So, uh, as, as I said, these, these food rules are very, very difficult, especially in the Jewish community. And when he finally left, um, it was actually a very painful and, and difficult time for our family because he chose to shave his head about 18 years ago on Rosh Hashanah. I didn't think it was a coincidence. And then he came on the morning of Kol Nidre to tell us that he was leaving that night. And I was very, very upset with him because I said, you could at least go to Yom Kippur to Kol Nidre services one last time with our mother. And he said he couldn't do it. He had already given away all of his possessions. He wasn't going to come to 
the synagogue that night 18 years ago. Here I have to bring a prop. Now when my brother gave away all of his worldly possessions, he gave each one of us a beautiful Buddhist tonka. It's a whole other story if you give a rabbi a tonka. <laughs> That's a different sermon, but it's not just a piece of art. It's the Buddha and other deities, and it is a way that Buddhists uh, express the different relationships and the stories in their tradition. And this tonka was on my dining room wall 18 years ago, and I was very upset with my brother when he left on Kol Nidre. And I knew he wouldn't be back at my house when I came back that night. And so when I left the synagogue on Kol Nidre, I started calling him. You know, like people call incessantly when they're really angry, but I, I, I had been fasting, so I was fast calling him. I was calling him, calling him, and he didn't pick up because I had forgotten he had given away his phone permanently. And so I just kept getting that message. This number has been disconnected. This number has been disconnected. And I was a little heartbroken and feeling like I was losing my brother to like another religion. Um, and the strange part about that tonka is that that night on Kol Nidre in the middle of the night, two, three in the morning, it fell off the wall, it hit the dining room table, and it shattered. It was very symbolic of how I felt about my relationship with my brother. Now, you can see I got it reframed and put the glass on it, and actually, if you ever come to my home, it's actually sitting on the wall. Now, that didn't fix everything, just fixing the tonka. But what I will tell you is that the chocolate chip cookies did. Now, my mom's chocolate chip cookies are the best chocolate chip cookies in the world, right? I mean, your mom's or grandmother's. And, and so, the chocolate chip cookies in my family, we were weaned off of mother's milk onto these chocolate chip cookies. Um, when my parents got divorced, it was the thing my father demanded, the recipe, the chocolate chip cookie recipe. And actually, my father was buried with, not the recipe, the cookies. He was buried with the cookies. <laughs> so, it, it had a way of bringing people together. And it really has a way of bringing my family together still, so that whenever my mother travels from Chicago to California, um, my wife Ellen is never happy about this part, we have a suitcase of gluten that comes, and sugar and dairy, this massive suitcase that my mother actually, she only will bake the cookies in Chicago, like the ovens in California, whatever the ingredients, aren't good enough. And so she bakes the cookies in Chicago, and then she takes it on her, in her carry-on case, and she pull, pulls the biggest carry-on case with hundreds of chocolate chip cookies layered with bubble wrap. <laughs> They're holy. It's like the holy water of our family. And what I love about it is that we have kind of come to an understanding that it's okay to eat chocolate chip cookies at 7 o'clock in the morning for breakfast. And that's where Shalom Bayit comes in, because what we really wanted in our family was Shalom Bayit. Has anybody here ever had a rift with their sibling? Amen. Okay. It, it, it would be kind of weird if you didn't have some hard stuff, because our siblings are the people who know us better than every, anyone and everyone. And so what I have found from these cookies is that you can get Shalom Bayit, if you're willing to open your heart. And as much conflict as there was between us about, I don't even know what it was about, really, about the judgment of my brother leaving us, that Judaism wasn't enough for him, that he rejected the family, rejected the religion. But you know what? It doesn't mean he doesn't love us and we don't love him. And so we keep trying 
and we keep visiting, and my mom keeps bringing the cookies, even if we're gluten-free aspirational, she keeps bringing the cookies, and that's why you will find us together at the kitchen table at seven o'clock in the morning, breaking all the rules, because people aren't supposed to let their kids eat chocolate chip cookies for breakfast, and milk, and coffee, but that's what we do. The Buddhist monk in his orange robe, the rabbi in her terry cloth robe, and their Jewish mother in the yoga outfit, sitting, eating chocolate chip cookies, which is the food of Shalom Bait. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>